Yes, yes, people, we are back live. We are back live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube for another edition of the Manchester United Liverpool show. Manham United podcast meets the analysis at Anfield podcast. So please keep all your comments, all your questions. Manchester United or Liverpool related. Liverpool continue their title charge away to Nottingham Forest, looking to temporarily, for the, at least to extend their lead at the top of the table with Manchester City playing on Sunday and um, Arsenal playing on Monday. However, man, speaking of Manchester City, Manchester United played them in the Manchester derby. But according to reports, Manchester United interested in the Zerbi. Manchester United also interested in Graham Potter as well. So we'll be discussing all those things. But make sure you run up the likes first and foremost, people. Whether you're watching this live right now or watching this back after the live, hit the like button on the video. Make sure you share this across all the socials as well. And that's me, Flawless, at Sarcasm City TV across our socials. And on top of those two things, make sure you subscribe to the channel, Sarcasm City TV as well. And when you subscribe, make sure you hit the notification bell, people. And I see already questions in the chat. My apologies on the lateness. That's on me. What does the Don Matisse say? Lateness is greatness. It's not. But big up to Matisse every single time. We got Ryan in the building as well, representing Liverpool in the court. Yes, Ryan, what are you saying? You good? Yeah, good, man. How are you? Yeah, I'm blessed. You just woke up. No, no, no. I was seeing. I thought you just woke up the way you was rubbing your eyes. Day, but yeah, yeah. Oh, long day. Yeah, All right, first, 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 first. Big up to Warrior J in the cut. I see you as always. Big up to Eli as all as always. You says big up. Work settings in full effect. Well, you know what time it is. Make sure you lot smash the like button on your way in and get my G to 10k. Fourth with facts. Fourth with girls up to 10k. Girls up to 10k expeditiously as well. Big up to Madon Sheik. Sheik, I seen you just message me as well. I am gonna hit you back. The clicks who says big up sarcasm invite Lewis on. Lewis is here all the time. He's on QA's consistently. Wednesdays, Sundays, Lewis is here on a regular basis. He has an open invitation to sarcasm city TV. So clicks, if you want to see him here more often, you gotta to chat to Lewis. That's what you have to do. But we'll start with Liverpool anyway. And Warrior J says for the Liverpool co-host, first and foremost, congrats on the Carabao Cup. Secondly, what's your view on both the Carabao Cup final and the FA Cup match against Southampton? Good question, Warrior J. Um, I think, should I start with the final? Um, yeah. Final's probably one of the best games I've ever been to, just in terms of like the occasion and everything. I mean... Look, it's a Carabao Cup final. It's the least prestigious out of the trophies, but it's still a trophy at the end of the day. And I think, you know, once you... People always do this kind of bigger fish to fry thing, but once you get into... Once that fight, first whistle goes in a final, your whole focus, you're just invested in that game. Do you get what well, you just want to get that trophy at the end of the day? And look, with the circumstances that went on in that game, the team we had on, the subs we made, etc. We all know with the kids coming on, it was brilliant what we did as a team, what the manager did, the kids, the team, the whole team. It, it was brilliant, man. Um, we deserve to win, in my opinion. Um, people say, people acting like, oh, Chelsea has so many chances. Chelsea had chances, but so did we. It's not as if we went the whole game chance. It's not like they dominated us for the whole game. We had our chances as well, you know, like, um, and we deserve to win, in my opinion. Um, I have to big up the manager. He, he, was brilliant what he did in that game was brilliant the youngsters i mean it, it yeah it was just great van dyke leading by example proper captain's performance that game as well um and yeah it, it was great man it, it was really good um and you know it's great getting a trophy in the bag um in february it's always a good trophy to win especially when you're in a title race as well 
it can be a real stepping stone momentum booster. So, yeah, man, it, it was great, man. It was a great day. I was at the game. It was brilliant. So, so yeah, man, I, I was really happy with it. There you go. Hope that answered your question, Warrior J. Hope I answered your question. And the also goes match on. against Southampton, yeah, did he ask as well? Yeah, yeah. I mean, right, yeah. I was at that game as well. First half was was trash. I have to be honest. First half was really bad. They were the better team. They should have been ahead at half time. I'll be honest. Mm -hmm. They had their chances. Kelher was brilliant. You know, I've defended Kelher all season to be honest because people be getting him onto him a lot this season. Our fans, a lot of our fans, and I've defended him all season, man. Literally, I've defended him all season, and he's he's showing why he's he's a top keeper, man. I've said it. He's a great second choice keeper. You know, that's not one final that he's been key in us winning. That's two cup finals that he's been keying win us winning, to be honest. The one two years ago against Chelsea in the Carabao Cup final, he produced a couple of big saves, kept a clean sheet. And this one, he was even better the other week as well. That's two finals he's helped us win. So you got to big him up for that. He's a top quality keeper. And the game against, against Southampton, he was brilliant as well. Some key saves. And we got a goal before half time, which was big. And second half, I'd say it was a lot more, it was a lot better from us. We upped the gears and, you know, we got a comfortable win in the end. Jaden Dan's brilliant. The youngsters, you know, showed their quality again. Um, so, yeah, man, that, that was good as well. Just important to get to the next round. And, yeah, with all the injuries we've got and everything, we're doing all right, innit? So it's good to see. All right, first. That's fair. That's very, very fair. Very, very fair. I hear exactly what you're saying. Warrior J says, uh, Alisson has suffered a serious injury, not a short one. This is from Klopp. There is no real time scale on it, but it is a proper muscle injury. It's not a short one. It's a rather serious one, but not a season-ending injury. Thoughts on this? Seems he's going to be out for a significant period well, of time. I already, I already knew he'd be out for a significant period of time. You did call this, actually. You did say this. You did say this. I honestly still don't think he plays again this season. Look, Klopp's saying that, right? Klopp also bullshitted a few weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago, when he said Salah is when I think the club said, or was it him or the club? I don't, I'm not sure. He might have been either. I'm not sure. Mm. Said that Salah was out of the Luton game because of fatigue, or he was a doubt for the Luton game because of fatigue. Whereas actually, let's be real, he re injured himself against Brentford because the club didn't handle his recovery too well, like they did with Trent and Sabozla, who also were injured, came back and got injured in like their first game back because the club didn't handle their recoveries properly and properly brought them back too early. And they knew they could not admit that with Salah at the time. They knew that they couldn't come out with a couple of weeks ago and say, Salah, he injured himself again, same injury, he's going to be out for three weeks, whatever. Because it would have, you know, our fans, it, would, it wouldn't have been good. Do you get what I mean? It would not have been. Yeah. They could not admit it at that time. So they said fatigue. And look, if it was fatigue, he would have played the final last week. Truth is, he was never going to play that final last week. And now, you know, his next game will probably be City, which is three weeks after that, which would be three weeks after that Brentford game. So I wouldn't trust Klopp or the club with what they're saying about players' injuries right now. Like, I really wouldn't. Because, with let's be honest, there's a real, there's a real problem at the club with the medical staff and the way they're handling injuries. And they know they can't, have any more kind of bad publicity about it. Do you get what I mean? Right. So I wouldn't really trust what Klopp said about Alisson, to be honest. If you ask me, I don't think he plays again this season, in it? 
Hope I'm wrong. What makes I you really so confident? Because you've been saying that from the start. What makes you so confident? What? I mean, not so confident. Just what that's I've the wrong been word. Told. Why are you so adamant? Oh, because what you've been told first, first. And okay. I'm, I think I think we've all seen that with the Salah thing that we can't really trust the club when they're talking about players' injuries now. Mm-hmm. First. So yeah, it's just mm-hmm. what I got told. You know, I said, I told you all a couple of weeks ago. I'd heard that it, the Allison injury was not good. It wasn't a good injury. The club was genuinely really, really worried that he would miss the rest of the season. And look, it's a significant injury. He's out for most of the season, pretty much. And, you know, in my opinion, he probably is out for the whole season. So so it's just what I got told by someone that I actually trust. That's fair. Ryan with the top tier sources and that. Okay. Um, do you, Andy says, do you think the academy is the best in the league? Because apart from the ones on Wednesday, Bajetic, Doak, Martin, Carvalho are still on the list. First of all, Carvalho is shit. Like, don't get me into Carvalho, man. That guy, he's not even from our academy. What are we doing here? Carvalho, is he not, I from, did you not sign him? We brought him from Fulham like two years ago. It's like, okay. And he's not yeah, good yeah. as well. Like, people need to stop the yeah. Carvalho hype. Okay. Honestly, he's not good. He showed nothing to show. He's he balls out. He did the same thing at Fulham, right? He balled out in the Championship for Fulham, and people mm. saw it was like, oh, what a baller, what a baller. And he came to Liverpool, stank it up. Let's okay. People say, oh, Klopp didn't give him much of a chance, bro. He had enough chances to show some sort of ability, and he never really did, in my opinion. So mm-hmm. he's not. And then he had a stinker at Leipzig, didn't do anything there. Mm. He's now balling out again in the champ in the Championship. Championship. Mm. Not any top league, the championship, and people are getting gassed again. Bro, he ain't that good in it, right? Let's just keep it a book. He's not that good. Um, I think in terms of the academy, best in the league. I don't know because I don't know how good other teams' academy. Chelsea's used to be good. I'm not sure how good it is now. I mean, I don't really think it's that good to be honest. They're bringing in players like Gilchrist and all this, like, and hyping them up, Gallagher, and like, I don't think it's that great anymore. Arsenal, they've only really... Arsenal like to hype it up. They've only really brought through Saka. Let's just be real. It's the only one they've really brought in the last few years that you can really think of. That's a, a top baller. Let's just be real. United's... Maynard's a baller. Maynard is proper, proper baller. I don't like to admit it, but he is. Oh, the, your other academy plays ain't that good. Let's be real. I think I think you, you can't... I don't judge it that way. The way I judge it in regards to academy is how many professional footballers do you come out of your academy? So in regards to, and I throw the championship in there, but Premier League at any level, championship, yeah, and but then any other leagues. Because you can bring in an academy player, but that guy might not be good enough for your club. Like Gallagher, for example. Yeah, but that's, academy, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, but that's very, that's few and far between. It is definitely like, few and far between, 100%. And this ain't me criticising these other academies. I'm just judging them yeah. based on how good they are compared to, like, I think Cities is good compared like you can see the I level see 20, of talent that said that there's but uh, Foden, uh, Cole Palmer, even though Cole Palmer's not City, you shown Cole, how good player he Cole is. Cole Palmer, so Oscar that's three. Bob, Rico Lewis, like Rico Lewis, Oscar Bob's there now. But let's say, all right, let's say it's I do actually four. rate Oscar Bob. I think he's okay. Really so, but that's four in. But that's still a good years? number when you consider academies. That is a good number in my opinion. That goes to show how tough it is. That's why. I yeah, don't, exactly. It's I look definitely at, tough. I think it's hard to. I think it's a hard question to answer. I think our academy is. The thing is, I never used to rate our academy. A couple of years ago, I remember we played Leicester at home. Yeah, in the cup, we got through, but only just right. And I remember Billy Cometio playing centre back for us, and he was awful, right? And I remember, as I remember asking 
I think Nick and Sane and, you know, I think it might be another Liverpool fan, maybe Mons or something. Um, how good is our academy? Because I don't rate it. And yeah, I, I don't think anyone really, much many people rated it at that time. I just mm. didn't rate the talent we were bringing in. But now it looks like we are bringing in, there's some good players. Connor Bradley's balled out since he came into the team. Um, you know, um, Jaden Dance looks good. Um Quanza looks good, so we are definitely. It's definitely massively improved from a couple of years ago. For example, uh, it's definitely improving. We're definitely, and you know, we have brought in through some good players. You know, look at Trent's the main one. Curtis Jones is is has been good as well. You know, Quant, mm-hmm. like I said, Quanza, Bradley. So we're definitely bringing him some. So yeah, you could say our academy is, um, one of the best, if not the best, in the league at the moment. I don't know, but like, and the fact that a lot of them played a, a good part in us winning a trophy as well. That's a very positive sign as well. So Yeah, like I say, it's like a few, I think it's, bad. it's tough to answer because well? there's kind of quite a few... Very, I don't know, it's just a hard one to answer. But personally, if you ask me, yes, because we've brought in some good, through some good players who have helped us win a trophy. But yeah, mate, I think, ours and, I think Cities is definitely up there as well, I'll be honest. And like that's it. That's how I look at it in regards to it. how many just prefer. Yeah, like Chelsea, I think Cobham is very good because you know it's about developing professionals. I think it's very tough yeah. to get players for where Liverpool or Manchester. I do United think Chelsea's Chelsea has kind of gone go. down a bit. I think Chelsea's used to be good. Remember that time when Chelsea's a few years ago, even players on other clubs who were like ballers, right? Mm. You'd realize, oh, they're from Cobham. Oh, mm. right, oh, Cobham. Cobham had a lot, man. Like. Like Musiala was from Cobham as Cobham as well, but I, I think recently I don't really rate the talent they're bringing through right now. To be honest with you, but well, Chelsea just say. a mess all around as a club. Let's just be real. <laughs> just had to get that in. Nah, dude, you're not lying. They, there they are. And Warrior J goes on to say, speaking of youngsters, how surprised are you with these Liverpool youngsters that have had to come in? Have they surprised you with the level they played at in regards to the Southampton game, also the final yeah, as well? Yeah. No, they definitely have because, like I said, I never really used to rate our academy. So the fact is, a lot of these players who have come through have massively surprised me. Connor Bradley has massively surprised me with the way he's played. Quanso has been playing well all season, to be fair. So I'll give him his credit as well. He's really good. I like McConnell. I think McConnell's good. I like Clark. Jaden Dans looks good. Great two goals he scored the other day, particularly the first one he scored, that dink over the keeper. Brilliant. Um, brilliant finish that. Um, I'm probably th- forgetting another one or two players. I'm not sure, but they they do look really good in all seriousness. They're playing really well, you know. In kind of, they've come in in really tough circumstances as well. True. In terms of that's that's one thing you have to acknowledge as well. They've come in in really tough circumstances where we're going for all four trophies we're in right now. Every game is a really pressurized game. Do you get what I mean? Whether it's a league game, whether it's a knockout in a competition, whether it's a final, every game we're playing has stakes on it. Do you get what I mean? The pressure's on and they're rising to it. That's what's impressing me the most. The fact they came into a final, a final the other week and performed the way they did and, you know, helped us get over the line. I think that was huge as well. You know, those youth players can call themselves, they're winners at the end of the day. Those youth players are winners. They've won a trophy. At the end of the day, in professional first team football, they've won a trophy. Not a lot of players their age right now can say that at the end of the day right now. So I'm very surprised with the quality they've shown, but also the maturity and the mentality that they've shown as well. I think it's been excellent. So, yeah, they've massively surprised me. And 
massively fair play to them because they've been brilliant. <coughs> I think he's gone off. Um, any other questions? Let's see what he started. Yeah. Yeah, I remember, Andy, before the Club World Cup, we had to field an academy team against Villa. Yeah, that was... We lost... Was it 5-0 we lost? Because the players went to the Club World Cup. But I feel like our academy's improved from then, to be honest with you. So that was like four years ago now, to be fair. So, yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Flawless, would you consider Ganacho an academy graduate? When did we sign him? Was he not like 15? Yeah, if you signed him when he was 15, 15 I was. yeah. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, what's it called? Yeah, you're the, you're definitely without doubt. You're um a grad you're definitely without doubt. If you are anywhere at 15, you're a graduate of said club. Without doubt. What are we talking about here? One hundred and ten percent. Without doubt, we are. Without doubt. You lot get continue to get your questions in as well. Please just keep a Manchester United or Liverpool related forest away, obviously. Continuing your title charge, one trophy down, aiming for three others. Should be confident going into that Forest game. I just, even though it's not the easiest place to go, they're not in the best of form. They are battling relegation as well. Talk to us, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm confident, man. Like, why shouldn't I be confident in my team the way they're showing? Do you get what I mean? I think, you know, Forest away, it's not easy, but we still should absolutely be going there and winning. There's no excuse for not going there. We, we got a couple of plays back, obviously. Nunes back, Sabozai back. So we got players coming back, which is good. Um, Endo could be fit for tomorrow as well, which is big because I saw him. He was pictured on crutches after the game last week. And then you think when you see that sort of picture, you're like, oh, <coughs> you know, how long could this be? But apparently he, is tra he was training today, which is good. Um. So, yeah, um, no, nah, I'm confident. I think it'll be tough because I think they'll play a low block. And I think we saw when they played Arsenal, that low block they played, man, was, oh, my days, bro. Like, and that was at home to Arsenal as well. That was, cr was crazy, that low block they played, man. Um, So it's going to be tough to break them down, but I do think we've got enough quality in us to do it. We're playing well and we're scoring goals, which is good. Um. So, yeah, I, I'm confident, man. I think we've got enough. I think they, they are a threat on the counter. They've got some good players going forward. Ilanga, you know, he's not a great player, but he's pacey and he's got attributes which will, which, which can trouble any team kind of on the counter. A one-year mm -hmm. I really rate. I really like a one-year. I think he's a really good striker. He's a threat. They've got Origi coming off the bench. We all know how good he can be on his day. You know, we saw that at my club. Um. So yeah, they got threats, man. Um, Morgan Gibbs White, I'm a big fan of as well. So they got some good players, but I, th I, I still expect us to get through, man. I, I definitely expect us to to win this game, and yeah, um, hopefully just put pressure on on City and Arsenal. I mean, don't get me wrong, City and Arsenal have piss easy games this weekend, you know, and that's no disrespect. Well, is kind of dis is disrespect to United, man. I I hope you man get a result in it. I actually hope you man get a result for once in my life. But you're not going to win it. Let's just no. be real. Like people doing this copium of or oh, United gonna get a result, Etihad like whatever in it. They're not going to. And then Arsenal are playing like one of the worst teams in Premier League history on Monday. So like no point looking for anything there. Just have to do our job. We're top of the league. Big up Vater. Every of the league. single time. Yeah, we're top of the league. 
our we got our fate in our own hands. Just have to win our own games, man. Forget about relying on other teams, on other teams dropping points. Just got to do our job in it, and we're doing that at the moment. We just got to continue that at the end of the day. So yeah. And this is a good question from Veo. He says Liverpool keep winning. It's annoying. Facts. Uh, what game do you see them dropping points? I think it's a good question. I think um, question. City. You have to look at City next week, of course. Like, look, we got a great record at home. To, we got a good record at home to City. We don't we lose to them at home. But at the end of the day, it's still Manchester City you're playing. <laughs> still probably the best team in the world. It's the treble winners, the team who's won. Was it five in six years? Five titles in six years? Like, come on, man. Like. Of course, that's a game we could drop points, and I expect us to win because we're at home, um, and and I back us to beat any team in this country at home, any team, because mm-hmm. um, we're that good at home, and our record shows that over the years. But come on, man, that's still a t- game we could definitely drop points. City are a top team at the end of the day, um, a great team, um, and then I look at and the United and Everton games, not because those teams are good. Is we're miles we're we're miles better than both teams at the end of the day. It's just the fact it's the emotional aspect of both games which makes those two games very very tough in my opinion. Um, look, we're playing both. Of, if we were playing both of them at home, I'd be saying we'll easily win those games. But going away to those games, and I've seen this before, those two teams will want will be massively up for those games the fans right. will be massively up for those games mm-hmm. going away that there'll be hostile environments the pe- the both of them you know you saying united and everton will try if we're in a title race going for the title those two teams will want to ruin it. it for us let's just be yes. real they'll want to and it would be the other way around if that was you know if that was the case Next. um so they're going to be very tough games, man. Though those two teams will turn up for those games, I'll tell you that for now. I've seen it before. I saw it in eighteen nineteen when we were going for the league against City. We went to Everton and United away. It was around March April time that season. You draw them both. We With drew two draws, both right? Nil nil. Yeah, those right. two teams, whilst we were miles better than both teams on paper, those two turned up and made it difficult for us. Those two games, man. And I also think Klopp made mistakes in those games as well. I think. He's. I always say he, he was all right with getting. He's. He kind of settled for draws in those two games. He was like, "These are tough. Let's just get out with nil nils in these games. A draw, not." And I think he thought that City wouldn't win all of their games for the rest of the season. Okay, but they did. So, um, yeah, I understand why Klopp did it, but obviously, I think he's probably learned from his mistakes. So we'll go to win those games, but they're going to be tough, man. They are going to be tough, Man United. You know. Most United fans that I know would rather City win the league over us just because of the hatred they have for us is probably more. And they'll be massively up to stop us trying to win the league. Um, and, you know, home game against us, they'll, the fans will be up for it. Like I said, hostile environment players will be up for it. Um, so that'll be very tough. Same with Everton, exact same with Everton as well. My, like I said, miles better, we're miles better than both teams, but it's the emotional aspect of those two games which make it very, very tough for us. The fact they're away from home. So, yeah, I see us dro- I mean, those three games, City, United and Everton, are three games where we could definitely drop points in. If we win those, all those three games, I think we win the league. That's my opinion. If we win those three games, I think we win the league personally. Well, that's fair. That's fair. Big up everyone in the chat as well. I see you like in the chat. Good to see so many new... <clears throat> new usernames, new profile pictures in the chat. Big up to Courtney Baker as well. Big up to you. Uh, let me get to 
from Warrior J, who says, moving on to United, flawless thoughts on the Deserby link. Spoke on Deserby multiple times and my stance still stands. Good manager. I think he's a good manager. I think he's a very good manager. Plays a great brand of football with Brighton. Has done great, great things at Brighton. Will continue to do great things. He solidified them as a top eight, top seven team in the Premier League. Europa League, they've went through in their group and they're through to the next round. They're not, obviously, favourites for that competition, but they definitely could easily reach a semi-final. But in regards to him joining Manchester United, I need to see more. I keep saying this. I don't want a manager managing at Manchester United who's never won anywhere else in a top league in Europe. I just, I just don't think that is a sensible thing to do. I don't want the first time you are under pressure to win a trophy is at Manchester United. And when you look at the big six, and you look at every single manager who's won trophies at those clubs, apart from Sarri, apart from Arteta, and they both won a Europa League, well, one won the Europa League, one won an FA Cup. Managers have won elsewhere. Every, like, every single manager who's won a Premier League at one of these clubs has won elsewhere prior to that, including Claudio Ranieri, Wenger. The list goes, the list goes on. Go and do your research, people. Same same with um, any manager who's has had any form of success over a longer period of time. That pressure's different at, at Manchester United. And I don't know if the Zerbi's up to the task. If he if he is of the level to manage Manchester United, go win a trophy with Brighton. And I'm not saying it has to be a Champions League or a Premier League. That would just be foolish. But go win a Conference League. Go win a Europa League. Go win a FA Cup. Go win a Carabao Cup. Have is some form of FA Cup. A, no, they got knocked out. I swear they got knocked out. I swear did they not get knocked out by Wolves? I don't know. I genuinely, I genuinely. Yeah, I swear Wolves knocked them out. One second, I'll double check now. But to my knowledge, Wolves knocked them out. Let's see. I'm checking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was right. Wolves knocked them out. One nil. That Mullen you. I thought so. So it's like go and win something. Not necessarily. Like I said, it don't have to be a major trophy. Just anything, something of some sort. So that's how I'm looking at it with Deserby. But very good manager, and he's doing a very, very good job at Brighton. To play the football they play and be a solidified top seven, top eight side. Like, there's not really much more he can do in regards to the Premier League. But Manchester United, I, I say it all the time, the pressure different. The scrutiny you are under is different. You can't go two, three months without with one win or two wins. Because I'm looking here in the league right now, like Brighton is seventh. Props to him. They're probably roundabouts where they should be. So and he gets the best out. He gets the best out of what he has. So yeah, that's what I'd say about the Zerbi. Okay, big up to you, King. Says big up flawless everyone in the chat and the panel. Salute to you, King, every single time. There's another question from Andy as well. Says flawless. Is there a need to start Anthony? I think you go Ericsson, Mino, Cass, Bruno, Rashford, Ganacho. Whoever we start, Andy is horrible. I've said this. I said it earlier on Monday United. Said it on back again. I've said it the entire week in the build-up to this game. I see no solution to the Manchester City problem. I see no lineup that I'll go, all right, that can do something. In particular, the front three. So I mean, whoever it is... Go on. Go for yeah, Sorry. I mean, your best That's option what? is to just sit back and counter-attack. I mean... Oh, like definitely, without you, doubt. Like you did when you came to our place, but City just have, mm. even if you part the bus, City, I think we just have too much quality. They got the De Bruyne, mm. Haaland cheat code at the end of the day. I think that would be too much anyway. But if you see, City have shown that's the way to, that's the blueprint against City, man. Um, 
go there, sit back, and look to counterattack them with pace. And I hear you that that's the way to set up. But to add further to my point, we don't have a front three. I look at and go, yeah, that's going to do the business in a, in that system. No, I hear you. I hear you because yeah, I think Hoyland's three, like, a big would... miss for you. I'd give you more of a chance if you had Hoyland. Hoyland was there. there. Because we was on Big Six Bands, shout out to the whole Big Six Bands gang gang. We were talking about the games. We were like, oh yeah, Ganacho on the break. And I said, who's going who's gonna to be playing right back for Manchester City? Kyle Walker. Exactly. So Kyle Walker will be fine. He has been poor this season, to be fair. But... Which he has been. But Ganacho's also been, been also been poor this season. No, but will Ganacho be playing right wing? All right, let's say, no, it'll be Ganacho. Well, in the last game, this is the whole conversation. In the last game, it was Adley right, Ganacho left, Rashford up top. I believe he goes with the same, personally. Okay. I believe he goes with the same. And Rashford down the middle is hopeless, let's just be real. Yes, this is my point is. So whether it's Rashford centrally, whether you go McTominay, whether it's Diallo false nine, whether it's Ericsson false nine, it's just terrible. There's no yeah, front you... three I like. Yeah, There's you no front no three. This is what I'm yeah. saying. So in regards to this, Andy, like... The midfield I would actually like to see is Maino, Amrabat, Casemiro. I would go with that as the trio. And then up top, I'd go Rashford from the left, Ganacho from the right, and I'd play Ericsson as the false nine. That's what I would go with. And again, do I like that? No. Do I think he gets us goals? No. If we're going to get anything from this game, it's going to be on us from a defensive standpoint, and our defence is depleted. It's not like when we went to Anfield where I looked at the team and went, Okay, defensively, you can do something. And we did that against Liverpool. But that's because the six in front of the goalkeeper in front of Onano were all, are all defensively good enough. And then when you sprinkle that in with a Varane who's top quality, with a Johnny Evans who's just seasoned, and then you've got Shaw at left-back for all the times I criticise him defensively, I don't worry about him. Dalo will do what he does. And then you put Amrabat, who's a try-hard in front of that, and you put Mano in front of that. But we don't have that. Got I also left think back. City are, even if you may use the yeah. same targets, I think City are definitely better at breaking down low blocks than what we are. So Good. That's it. And big up to, let me know who raided us because someone definitely did raid. Salute to them because they didn't tell me where the raid came from. But big up to everyone who's just joined over from the raid, wherever you came from. I'm not 100% sure. Let me know in the chat. Run up the likes, people. Hit the like button on the video. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Roll to 10k on the channel and this is the Manchester United Liverpool show Man United podcast analysis at Anfield podcast so I was a never a foul salute to never a foul so me please make sure you keep all your comments questions um, Manchester United or Liverpool related and of course if you super chat we'll get to it again big up to never a foul shout out to Monts who's over there Daps Cass Ty the whole never a foul gang gang man salute to them and they put on they 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 host fire parties as well There's the one for Daps' birthday and the other one they have in the summer so shout out to Never a Foul each and every time. And Sheik, I hope it went well. He says, I was on Tony's channel earlier and he said, telling me it's a derby. How can you not be confident? Form goes out the window. I was like, have you seen in the team? Exactly. He's not confident in us. All this fake hope from some Liverpool fans, not Ryan, and all this fake hope from some Arsenal fans is outrageous. Look at our team. Amrabat left back. He's not, why don't you just play Dalot left back and put Lindelof right back? And then play Johnny Evans and Ryan as the centre-backs. And then you play a midfield trio of Amrabat, Maino and Casemiro. Just all runners, all defensive now in there, all not going to give the Manchester City midfielders time to rest. 
And then you just Weren't hope... they like 4 1 4 0 up at half time against you last season? And that was with a better United team last season. Was it 4? Yeah, I think it was 4 0. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember Haaland scoring a hat trick. Yeah, 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 it was 4 0. I've, I've, I've done my best to erase that from my memory, to be honest. So I hate. You. Like, so yeah, all this, oh, it's a derby and all this type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pure foolishness. That, that's what it is. Follows, who do you think he'll play at centre back? I think he'll play Lindelof and Varane. But he should play. Someone told me that Johnny Evans is back fit or he's available. Play Johnny Evans and this is the perfect game. Lindelof against Haaland, you know. Yeah. Like, just play Johnny Evans and Varane and then play Lindelof right back where he has played before. And then you play Dalo left back. I don't get this whole, I'm going to keep Dalo at right back to play Amrabat or Lindelof left back. It makes no type of sense whatsoever. Just play Dalo over that side. Yeah, Neil Gunnar, Manchester United don't have a defence to sit back, Lindelof, left back or Amrabat. That's the point I'm making, I agree. Without doubt. That has to be the game plan because City are going to dominate the ball. But um, Flawless City struggle against low blocks, put Ganacho right they wing. They don't. When, when did City start struggling against low blocks? They're probably the best team at breaking down low blocks. Like, let's just yeah. be real. Where did City start breaking down? When you call De Bruyne and cheat code. Come on, bro. When did this happen? This is news to me, Andy. Ah, this season, have they been good at breaking down low blocks like they have been over the years? No, but they're still the best diet in the league. Like they're still the team I would want. If I'm if I'm playing against the low block, their attack is the one I want. Their midfield and attack. Their, no, their whole team is the team I would want to break down a low block. Let's just yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yes, Warrior J, big game Johnny Evans to A's big game Johnny. That's what it is. Say it right, big game Johnny. Well, yeah, to say City struggle against low blocks, I think it's crazy. Manchester United struggle against low blocks. That's a struggle. Flawless, instead of building a new stadium, why don't United share a stadium with City? Because if we're building a new stadium, it wouldn't be where Old Trafford is. So unless they plan to knock down Old Trafford and build New Trafford where Old Trafford was, then we would need a stadium share. But for those that, because there's some people, Andy, I don't know where you live, but for those that have been to Old Trafford, there's so much space around it where you could easily build a new stadium. And I think that was the plan. There's so much space, not only to build a new stadium, but build a lot of things around it. And look, Vate has been saying this, if teams don't play a low block against City, it's a disrespecting. Mm. Shout out to Vate, man. Make sure you lot subscribe to his channel as well. You catch him here every Tuesday for the Manham United, Manham City show as well. Let's see. Ryan, who do you think is Liverpool's player of the season so far? Carry on back in one sec. Oh, this is easy. It's Van Dijk. But comfortably as well. He's actually he's found out comfortably. Like if you're talking the whole season, it's easily him. Like obviously we've had other top a lot of top performers. Allison's got to be up there. But um what's his name? Salah's obviously up there. Got to put Trent up there when he was fit, even though Trent actually hasn't played a lot for the last month or two for what he was doing, especially in like November, December time, he's gotta be in there as well. Up there as well. And look, who who others have we had? Um Say those four have been the main ones. Because um, McAllister's stepped up a lot recently, but I still stand by for the first few months of the season. I didn't think he was that great. Um, and again, yeah, you've had other players who have had good spells, but also bad spells. But I feel like Van Dijk has been consistent pretty much all season. I'm playing, for me, the best centre-back in the league comfortably. I think you can see the impact he's had on us. Um yeah, like I said, he's barely he's barely been injured. He's been very consistent. He's had a handful of bad games in the league. I say his bad games have been against Newcastle when he got sent off earlier in the season. 
say Fulham when we can see, when we won four three. I didn't think he was that great in that game. I thought Jimenez gave him a tough time. Actually, I'll be honest. Um, the Chelsea home game where even though we won four one, he was he was shaky in that game, and then obviously Arsenal away. Other than that, he's been fantastic in the league. Um, you know, and a big reason why we have got one of the best defensive records in the league, especially when you know. You don't, as much as I like McAllister and Endo, in front, sorry, did I go off the, my connection? Or yeah, 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 I thought it was me. Yeah, yeah, go on, carry on, carry on, carry on. Yeah, I, as much as I really like McAllister and Endo, and I think, you know, I really, I'm happy with them both, he doesn't have a Rice or Rodri in front of him, do you get what I mean? Like, he's not had a consistent, you could say he's not had a proper consistent centre-back all season, like what a Saliba has had Gabriel all season next to him. Van Dijk has had Matip start of the season, Canard, then Canate, sometimes Kwanzaa, and he still performs at a top level at the end of the day. Um, he's just been fantastic all season, man. The impact he's had on us has been fantastic. And also as captain, you've got to give him that extra rating, man. He's, I had doubts over Van Dijk as a captain when Klopp appointed him. He wasn't my first choice. Uh, my first choice was Salah, I think, from what I remember. <laughs> but it's been a brilliant decision from Klopp to give it him. He's really, really stepped up. We all know he had a poor season last season. He did. He had a poor season. But um, nah, he's he's. this is definitely the best he's been since his injury. And I thought the season we went for the quad a couple of years ago, he was excellent. But I think he's actually been better this season than what he was that season. So, um, yeah, man, especially our system, which is actually quite hard to do. De- for our defenders to defend considering how high we play and the risk the way we play risky football as well flood kind of gung-ho football um it makes it harder for the defenders um we're not as good a ball retention team as arsenal man city so again that makes it harder for them but he's just been fantastic bro absolutely brilliant and yeah man for me definitely our player of the season the most consistent um overall this season for us and for me I, I i've said this as well i think he's been the best player in the premier league this season overall like you know arsenal fans will say like rice city fans will say like rodri but for me van dyke's probably been the best player this season and you know he's led the team bro even scored a couple of crucial goals recently against in the final and obviously against luton as well when we needed it he's he's rose at the end of the day he's led the team brilliantly you know, he's leading a bunch of kids to wins at the moment, man. So, brilliant captain, brilliant player. And, yeah, he deserves all the plaudits this season so far, 100%. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. The chat's <laughs> agreeing with you. And, yes, 100 likes, people. Bump it up to 100 likes. There's over 150 people here. We're only at 48 likes. Like, check, one, two, one, two. Let's run up those likes. Sheik says, question for you, Flawless. Do you think Xavi would be a better fit? So, you talk about Alonso at Bayern Munich or at Liverpool, more in your opinion. Having not watched him, I don't know his style of play like that. So I can't compare it and look at Liverpool's players and go, all right, would it fit? What I would say is, I'd say Bayern simply because he's in a league that he's managed in, so he's just more accustomed to it. He has more knowledge of that league. Not saying, again, to any Liverpool fans in the chat, oh, Xavi Alonso can't be successful here. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying he has to adapt, whereas he's been in the Bundesliga. Is this his second season there now? Yeah. This is his second season. Did Bayern Munich win today? His first full season, actually. It's his first full season, so he's had a season and a half. And did Bayern Munich mm. win today? No, they drew. Drop oh, jeez. So he's he's in a title race that is looking like they are going to um, pick up that trophy. 
So I would say Bayern Munich because, like I said, you're playing against you're playing against the same teams. You're playing against majority same managers, same players, same same styles, same systems, etc. Whereas the Premier League is a whole different kettle of fish and then pressure as well. You know what? Go if you're if you're Alonso, I'm telling him don't go to Liverpool after club. One of the four eight laws apartment. Avoid stepping into a great man's shoes. I wouldn't. I would. I would not go and get. Um, I would, if I was Javi, I would like probably stay at Leverkusen. What are you in the rush for? You know what I'm saying? I'm big up to um, Moltane who says, I can't believe I'm agreeing with Ray. Hey, you smitten, man. I think that was the Van Dyke thing. Yeah, you cooking. It is a big up time to shine as well. Good to see you in the chat as well. What's your lineup against Forest? It's a good question. Depends on the players that are available. I don't know if like, because Sabozlai or Nunes are fit enough to start. So if I, I know they're available. But if I'm assuming they're available to start and they'll be fit, fully fit to start the game, I'd go Kelleher, Bradley, Canate, Virgil. Do I play it left back? Because we'd probably play in a low block or play Robertson. Because um, I think he'll offer more going forward than what Gomez does. Um, Endo, Maka, Sabozlai. Up front, it's very tricky. Elliot right, Darwin mid striker, and Diaz left. I'd say That's Gakpo's had a couple of poor games. I really like Gakpo, but he's been poor the last couple of games. Fair enough. Sheik says, uh, Would you take Nagelsmann at United, Flawless? I'm starting to change my opinion on that. I'm not going to lie. What was your opinion on him, Sheik, and how come you've changed it? What has made you look at him different? I'm just pulling up uh, Nagelsmann's resume now to see. He is young. Are you in my age bracket? Like, that's a concern. I actually... Being like 36. Go on. I, don't, I actually think Nagelsmann's become underrated. Recently. Talk about it. I, look, I don't think he's anywhere near the finished article as a manager. Like, let's be real. Hmm. Like, But I, I, I think... I, people act like he's a bum and a hipster manager and all that. Like, yeah. I actually think he's he's an underrated coach, and he did very well with Hoffenheim and then Leipzig. He won the league with Bayern. Was probably unlucky to be sacked as well. You could argue, especially when you see how bad Tuchel's done since then. I feel like his stocks have taken a hit. I don't mm. don't get wrong. I think there's flaws to him. I think at the moment he's still young. He's still naive at times yeah. as a manager. I think when it, I still think he's naive, but. I still think he's got massive potential to be a top top manager in the future, and yeah, I think I think people act like he's a bum. Like I think I actually think he's become very underrated. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, like that's why I'm looking. But I don't think he should go to United right now. I don't. Yeah, it's it's tough because that like don't get me wrong. I do I think he's a good manager. Yes, there is definitely talent there. One hundred percent. The age thing is is something I look at. Day six years old. It's like. I want a manager with a, a little bit more experience. Like, you've barely just been managing just in general. Like, you're a baby in terms of management terms. So, all right, so you managed Hoffenheim 2016 to 2019 first. Then you went Leipzig 2019 to 2021. Munich 2021 to 23. And now he's currently the Germany manager. So he's been managing since, since 2016. So eight years. <sighs> So, all right, so he's not a baby like that, but it's kind of like, I just have my doubts, man. I just have my doubts. 
Well, man was managing when well, it was eight years ago. Man Marcus was managing when he's in his In terms of realistic managers we'd get, he'd probably be my like third or fourth to, fourth choice, mm. I'll be honest. Bear in mind the manager market isn't exactly that great. So like yeah. Well, I like that's what it is. I just like someone with a little bit more experience. That's what yeah, it is. I hear that. I hear that. Like he's been at Munich, but like other than that, that's it. Like he's not really had too much here at Hoffenheim. Leipzig. So you've only been in Germany as well, on top of that. So I'm I'm looking for more. Because the and the Bayern Munich stint, I'm not gonna hold against him too tough like that. Yeah, I don't so, hold that against him. Yeah, so we'll see. Well, I see, you know what? I'd be interested to see how he does for Germany in the Euros. Yeah, true. That's what I'd be looking at. That's what I'm looking at. But no, Nagelsmann wouldn't be my, my if first If you ask choice. me, I don't think he would. But then I do think he's tactically very strong. So maybe mm. he could do all right. But then that naivety he has, I don't think we're doing well in international competition, I'll be honest. No, that's fair. That's fair. I would have mind Ruben Amarin at Liverpool. I mean, at Liverpool because uh, he's been at Sporting for years, says Andy. Yeah, Ruben Amarin, I like his CV a lot. I do like his CV. Yeah, I, I only he's got more post stuff. Little, but like, I actually do think he's a good manager from what I've seen. Like, I, I actually, like, if we don't get Alonso, I actually wouldn't mind him. He probably would be my because I don't. Flick would genuinely be my one of my top choices, but Flick is. We'll never get Flick, and I also don't think he'd work well with FSG. Let's just be real. Um, he'd never join us. So in terms of realistic managers we could get, it probably would be Amarim second. I'll be honest. Yeah, and. Just turn someone take this mic away from Ten Hag. My style of play, He's I think it is clear. I always want to play from the back. That's why we signed Onano, Martinez, and Casemiro. I wanted to dictate the game with a high block. Man said Casemiro dictate a game, you know. So Casemiro's if want, a top player, but he ain't that player. If you want to dictate, well, you have to surround him with the. If you're trying to dictate the game, why sign Mason Mount? Yeah. That's why I'm just rubbing my brow here. Like, why sign Mason Mart if you're trying to dictate a game? Like, if you're trying to play. And what does that mean? What does dictate a game mean? Like, Control I don't know exactly game, what it guess, means. Is, that, is, it, is it possession? Sounds well, like if it. it's possession, go and, go and sign technical ballers then. If you're trying to keep, if you're trying to dictate a game, why not play Ericsson? He's perfect yeah. for that. No, you're right. You're right. Why sign Amrabat? But then one minute why he's saying he wants to be the best transition team and now he's saying this, like, why is Ganacho out there getting multiple minutes and Rashford out there getting multiple minutes Bruno. if you're trying to dictate to a game? Bruno, make it make sense? Why is Bruno your captain when you want to yeah. dictate? Maguire, who's rubbish playing out from the back. What are we talking about? This, yeah, this this manager. Yeah, he's like, lost you. Yeah, he's, he's, he was gone a long time ago. I don't know what he's talking about. I have no idea what he's on about. I, I don't know. Flawless, can you compare the team Ten Hag at Ajax to the current United team? The crazy part is people only remember teams, pe people, yeah, people only remember the one team that reached the semi-final. So the one with the lit, the one with Donny van der Beek. Like everyone remembers that team. Whereas when you the look second at team was when you had the Gravenberch and then Anthony mm -hmm. and then all these players, like. But it is it, very much like it's it, that team is very much similar to this team in terms of style. It's more hard working. It's more industrious. It's more grit. Well, we got any. We barely got any grit. But you understand the point that I'm making. Let's see this. Ralph Ragnick has recommended Julian Nagelsmann to Ineos for the Manchester United manager role. That's from at Peter Hall eighty six. I oh, know Pete Hall 
on 86. I mean, Pete Hall 86 on Twitter. I'm not sure how reliable that is, but big up his, him as a source, but big up to you, Warrior Drake. I'm all for it. Like, whoever Ineos and Jim Ratcliffe and Omar Bebrado and everyone else making the decision, wherever they decide to go with whatever manager, cool. I'm giving you ample opportunity to, to, to succeed. So if they decide, if Ralph comes back and then they go, yeah, Nagelsmann's the guy, cool. But then I better see smarter recruitment. I better see a clear style of play. I better be able to identify what a Manchester United player is. And also, but you know, the links is going to be, we get linked to everybody. Graham Potter is a name Ineos are considering to replace Ten Hag. Should they sack him with Dan Ashworth? Keen to link up with Potter again. That's from at Pete Hall 86 as well. Yeah, we'll see. Like I said, like with Graham Potter, I, who knows? Because you've got one tweet talking about Graham Potter, another tweet talking about Nagelsmann. I've seen other tweets talking about the Zerbi. So we've been linked to Potter. We've been linked to the Zerbi. We've been linked to Nagelsmann. We've been linked to Inzaghi. A reports came out saying Ineos wants he done. That's never going to happen, but that's five managers and it's probably someone I'm forgetting. So the rumour mill is going crazy right now with Manchester United. Absolutely nuts. Ten Hag is going outside. This feels like the end of the LVG era. It's all going to shit, but man's living delusional. Here the thing is though, Ed, at least one, Van Gaal had a clear style of play and two, he left with the FA Cup. That's, an, that's what I want in the ideal world. Ten Hag to win the FA Cup and then leave. That's what I want. Win the FA Cup and then bounce. That's what I'm all for. Hey, Spoobs, you taking liberties here. Stop thinking small picture and think big picture like Ten Hag. Yeah, man, we've been doing this on Mandem United all the time, the bigger picture. That's what it is. That's what we don't see. A bigger picture, my neck back. Yep, Ed, wants to keep possession but starts Bruno every game and make it make sense. Make it make sense. Sheik says, Nagelsmann played a 4-2-3-1 at Bayern with Kimmich and Goretzka as a double pivot and Muller as a 10. Is that his preferred formation? I don't know a lot about Nagelsmann like that. I have to chat to Jez and chat to Steve and chat to Kaneki. Like, they're Baines. ones who will know. Yeah, yeah, Baines. Yeah, Baines actually. Yeah, Nagelsmann's Baines his guy actually. Stand and he has yeah, yeah, yeah. Years. Nagelsmann's his guy. Nagelsmann played a high press at Leipzig. I'm buying two at times. I just don't know if you could have our players do that. The thing is, we need new players everywhere, to be honest. I hear that. I hear that. Flawless, do you worry teams could take your manager targets if you don't move fast? Teams in Italy, Spain, Germany and England are all looking for new managers. No. If the people in charge do their job, they'll have more than one manager in mind. If they have a, if they have a, a, a manager stylistically that they want, okay, we want a manager to play this way then it's multiple. So if you want a manager to play possession-based, there's multiple managers who are out there who can play possession-based. So have a list. Have your A, B, and C target. Same way if you want a high-pressing manager. Same way if you want a counter-attacking manager. Whatever it is. Whatever the style is. So no, I don't worry about it. I do not. The people them got to do what they need to do expeditiously. Let's see what else you're saying as well. Neutral football fans has even flawless watched uh, Saeed's show earlier. That there, there remains some optimism for Sunday, but time will tell. 39 hours to go. Hey, people can be optimistic. I'm not. I've said draw, and that's more in hope than expectation. More hope than expectation. What are we talking about? I don't know why people are why are people optimistic because they're clutching at the all oh, city haven't been their best or or it's a derby and the form goes out the window. Sure. Okay. All right. 
I really don't know who United's next manager should be, but none of the names are hitting me as the next man. Tenag has made it so messy as it's hard to see who get who comes in. Um, again, it's on the board. That's what it is. I keep saying this. It's on the board. They have to go and identify. That's why when people say, oh, you can't name managers. I could name multiple managers that I personally would be happy with getting that Manchester United job. If we were to give the job to Flick, cool. If we were to go get an Ancelotti, cool. If we were to go get a Zidane, cool. If we were going to get um, a Ruben Amarin, also cool. A Simeone and Zaghi, cool. That's five. If we were to get any of those five we named, and again, nobody in the chat be like, oh, you're not going to get such and such. That's not what I'm saying. My point is there's managerial options out there, but the people in charge aren't me. They are going to look more thorough and into minute details in regards to the, whoever the next manager is going to be. No, it's not optimism. It's straight up hope and delusion. That's what it is when I say draw. There's no optimism and that's going to happen. That means I have belief in what I'm saying. When I say nil-nil, there is zero belief that is going to happen. Zero belief. It's just hope. Hope and prayers. With the top five clubs needing managers in the summer, which do you actually think will want to come to United and over the others? Depends if you sell that. There's multiple things. One is about selling the project. So whoever the director of football is and the people in the hierarchy, if they're close to said manager, that manager is much more likely to pick Manchester United. So, for example, if Ralph was in charge and Nagelsmann has multiple offers on the table, they're cool and have worked together before. Same way with Dan Ashworth and Graham Potter. If we were to go for Graham Potter and other managers were looking, other teams were looking at Graham Potter, Graham Potter is good, may decide to favour Manchester United because Dan Ashworth is here. So that's, the, that's how it goes. It's on the hierarchy to use their contacts and go and get whoever. Also, as well, we pay the big bag. Whichever manager comes here, you are definitely getting the biggest bag. It's highly likely you are not getting paid that amount anywhere else. That's just me guessing, but that's... That's what I believe. Structure and project would definitely matter, but also just a really hard challenge of turning Manchester United around might attract someone as well. That's just me, though. Facts. Because if you're the guy to turn Manchester United around, you will get a lot. You will be hailed as a hero. Look at Klopp at Liverpool. He was the guy that turned them around and they love him. Wouldn't surprise me if he left and they're like, right, we're going to build you. A, we're going to build a statue of Klopp outside the stadium. Oh, they're going to name a stand after him or something like that, or both. He is loved in Liverpool by Liverpool supporters. And that would be the same for Manchester United. And that's the same for any top club after a drought of not... Like Arsenal, for instance, whoever wins the a Premier League or Champions League for them, the manager, oh, he'll be loved in North London. You want mute from? Yeah, if any, if any team, if any manager wins the Premier League or Champions League with Arsenal now, then whoever is the next one... Is an automatically a legend at that club, along with pretty much yes. most of the plays. Like, you know, if Saliba, for example, if Arsenal win the league or Champions League this season, Saliba's automatically a legend probably at that club because he's one of their best plays in doing that as well. Like Klopp, at the end of the day, people laugh at the one title in however many years. Guy ended our 30-year title. People forget how bad we were when he took over, how bad a state the club was in. Like, people forget how bad it was. And he won our first title in 30 years. Imagine Klopp, when Klopp joined, right? The state of our club, flawless. If, imagine if a Liverpool fan had said, we'll win every trophy under Klopp. He would have got laughed at. 
Yeah. He would have got laughed at. In fact, he won our first league title in 30 years. Our sixth European Cup at the end of the day. Like, he's a legend at the club at the end of the day. And who knows, maybe he could... He could win more. He could win another Premier League this season. Let's see, man. Like his story actually at Liverpool is about to end, but isn't actually over. Do you get what I mean? Like, let's see what else happens this season at the end of the day. And that's it. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about, man. Like that's it. He's so in regards to it, maybe a manager looks at it and goes, That's the job for me. I want to be that hero. Danish Maldini says, What front three would you play against C? I go Ericsson, false nine, Rashford left, Ganacho right. That's what I'd go with. You ain't going to play that. Can Rashford still be a key player for Manchester United? No. Not for where Manchester United are trying to go. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And Ed says, pool fans are putting clopping convos with Shankly and Paisley. It's crazy how much they adore him. So I'm saying for those Liverpool fans, that's how much they do adore him. Because for a lot of Liverpool fans, he's the first manager that's brought them any genuine success that's what you have to remember for my generation of of fans maybe you could argue maybe the generation maybe slightly above me slightly above me he's the best manager we've seen in our lifetimes at the end of the day as fans obviously for the older fans like my dad for example you know they've seen paisley my dad never never really saw shankly he was just a bit too young for that but you saw paisley you know so then you have dalgleish as well who um was great for us um so yeah um but yeah Klopp is massively loved at Liverpool man you see you saw how devastated we all were as a fan base when he announced he was leaving at the end of the day so yeah man I you know yeah we you you can have rival fans say oh you know how can they love him that much he only has however many titles and everything like that but like with respect I'm sure Klopp only cares about what our fans think rather than what rival fans think at the end of the day so like we love him and that's all we care about at the end of the day. So, yeah. Yeah, that's it. And yeah, Vato Klopp's a legend with context, but not when compared with former Liverpool, truly great, but he's their GOAT. It's like when you start talking to people about just their GOATs in football or like your musical GOAT. Also, me and my cousins argue about this all the time because I say, yo, Ronaldinho's my GOAT. They're younger than me. They say Neymar. Cousin always cursing me out about this because he loves Neymar. Like, oh, it's Dino. What are you talking about? But his is Neymar. I can't tell him no different. He can't tell me no different. And big up, hey Vin, is that is that pro clubs, Vin? Hey Vin, if you're about, we're running pro clubs in ten. Let me know if you're about. But he says big up flawless and Ray Ray. If it isn't, big if up. it isn't, big up to Vin every single time. One of the best pro club centre mids. Period. Ridiculously good. Ridiculous. But you can that. I just go back to Vader's comment? Yeah, yeah of course, like, of course. It thing is, it it's what our fans think at the end of the day. And look, at the end of the day. Yeah, like I said, you have to remember how bad a state we were when Klopp took over at the end of the day. We were in a fucking awful state as a club. And, you know, like you said, a big thing about a manager is how he leaves the club and what state leaves. He's leaving us in a massively, massively much better state as a whole club than when he took over. That's a big thing at the end of the day. And that's what Shankly did. You know, Shankly and Paisley are undoubtedly the two greatest managers in our club's history. Undoubtedly, and to not be as good as them isn't exactly anything to be ashamed of. Do you get what I mean? Considering how what they did with our football club, you know. But he's definitely an absolute legend in our football club. He'll always be loved by our fans. You know, he's one of the greatest managers we've had in our history, without doubt. And we'll always love him, and that's what matters. To be behind Shankly and Paisley is absolutely nothing to be ashamed of. Like, let's just be real. Yeah, 
Like, it isn't. And like I said, for a lot of fans, my generation of fans and the generation slightly above me, he's the best manager we've seen at our football club. Like, yeah. Oh, that's fair enough. And hey, you lot, run up the likes, man. Run up the likes. What are we doing? What are we doing? I'm just here trying to pattern the pro club stream after this. And ah, it's not you, Vin. All right, I thought it was another Vin, but big up regardless. Um, 61 likes is still over 130 people here. Let's get up to 90 likes. Like, check, one, two, one, two. Like, check, one, two, one, two. Hit that like button. Subscribe as well. It is rolled to 10 thousand subscribers we're at nine thousand seven hundred and ninety six four more subscribers get us to nine thousand eight hundred i want to be less than 200 away by the time we end the stream i want to be less than 200 away from 10k which is crazy big up to joe cell in the chat as well continue to get your questions in please just keep them manchester united or liverpool related ed says ryan of the kids that have come through recently who'd you keep in the squad for next season and who'd you loan out or keep in the under 23s um, he keeping squad next is I keep Bradley, Kwanzaa. I really do like Dan's. I really do like Dan's, but <sighs> I have to see some more of these youngsters. You have to remember because some of them have only come through very, very recently. At the end of the day, Jaden Dan's has only made three appearances for the first team. They're all very recently. Bobby Clark's not had too many games. James James McConnell hasn't had too many games. So I actually need to see more of them, to be honest with you. Like, before I judge whether or not I'd keep them in the squad loan out or, you know, keeping under 23s. But Bradley and Kwanzaa are two that I've seen a lot of this season. And I really want to keep them in the squad next season. I think they've both got big parts to play. I think they've both been massively great squad players. Great squad players for us. Bradley, you know... We barely missed Trent. We've barely missed Trent Alexander-Arnold, and that shows how good Bradley's been. Kwanzaa, whenever he's played this season, most of the time has been has been top notch. So, those are two plays that I think will be great for us as squad players in our squad, hundred percent. But again, I need to see more of the others that have gone through because I haven't seen anywhere near as much of them because they've not played anywhere near as much. So yeah, <coughs> that's it. That's fair. Vince says Bradley's going to force Trent into midfield. Do you see that happening? No. Um, depends what a new man. Under Klopp, I don't see it happening. Under Klopp, I don't see it happening. But then Would you be concerned man if the manager did that? Huh? Would you be concerned if the next manager did that? Yeah, I would. Okay. I, I would That's be fair. concerned because I don't think Trent will ever be a top-class midfielder. Just because... He's a great passer of the football, doesn't automatically qualify you to be a great midfielder at the end of the day. There's more to it. And I think Trent, as phenomenal a footballer he is, lacks certain qualities to be a top-class midfielder. Hmm. And also, people have, you know, criticised Trent for his defending. He'll have, he'll have, it's not like he, midfield is going to, you know, be like, oh, he's never going to have to defend. He's never have to worry about defending. You still defend when in midfield. And you could argue it's even more important because if you struggle defensively in midfield, the worst thing you can do is get slight, is get torn apart in midfield. That's the worst thing you, that can happen. So you could argue it could be even worse. So uh, Trent has been, you know, arguably the best right back in the world over the past few years since he broke through into the team. So keep him there. As far as I'm concerned, yeah, so, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. I don't see why people think Trent should move into midfield. I think it's nonsense. People are just desperate. People are desperate for him. I think to be De Bruyne in it. 
I think it's, I think it's ridiculous. Like people think, think you mentioned it just because you're a good passer. Be like, yo, playing the midfield is completely different. Hundred percent. Like it's completely different at Saturday league. Sunday league, never mind the, the top, prefer, the, the top of the game. What are we talking about? What are we on about? I said, if Bradley would displace his trend agendas, will run. Trust me. Yeah, I know they will. I know they will. 100%. But like I said, it's worse if you're bad defensively in midfield and you let runners off go past you and you get bypassed all the time. Mm. The worst thing you can happen is you get torn apart through the middle. That's the worst thing. It's yeah. over. It's curtains for you if that happens. Aye. Hey, word to Said, man. Curtains on the wall. Curtain is on the wall. Someone asked me a question as well in regards to would I change anything after Fergie left? I don't think I started. One second, did I? No, I didn't. But someone asked me that. With Fergie leaving, what would I change? Keep David Gill. Even if it was for a season. Losing those two at the same time just completely derailed the football club. Completely. Have David Gill there with the next manager. And don't let Fergie pick the next manager either. It's another thing. Why he's allowed to... No, no, no. Love Fergie. Yeah, Go. Ridiculous. Yeah. Go. But David Moyes is the only manager. I was Moyes. I, I was, sorry, not Moyes. I was, yeah, I was Moyes. Moyes out before he even got the job. And we got linked to him. I was like, this is a terrible idea. I'm like, nah, it's good. Why was David Moyes a good idea to manage Manchester United? It's terrible all around. And he did a good job. Very good job. I ever got him into the Champions League at points. Solidified them. They were a Bro, top, I was, I was six, 13 years side. old. And I was 13 years old. And even I knew David Moyes would be a bum at United. Yeah. Before he's not the one. There's <laughs> not the one. Whatsoever. Let's see. So he called United New York Clippers instead of LA Clippers. Hey, man, he tried. We all get things wrong. He tried. After Klopp leaves, how many of your main players do you feel might leave to sum up with several Liverpool players having less than two years left on their contract? Look, the reason why people get mistaken, the reason why a lot of our, some of our players have less than two years is because we don't have, don't have a proper sporting director yet to actually negotiate these contracts. Hmm. That's the big thing. We're looking for a sporting director right now. Whilst we don't have one, we're not going to have anyone negotiating contracts and signing a new contract. So once that happens, I think I think Salah could leave, but I think he would have. By had him, I I think he could have left even if Klopp stayed. So that I don't think that's made a massive difference. In, so yeah, like I I had I've said before, even before Klopp announced it, I could see Salah leaving in the summer to Saudi. Personally, I I think he might stay, but I also mm. think I don't know what's going to happen. He could go. He's probably the biggest chance of going. I'll be honest. Also depends on what the new manager wants at the end of the day. Who predicted when, you know, people were shot when Pep joined City and he got rid of Joe Hart, who was a, who City fans loved at the end of the day. City, you know, things can happen. The manager might not like a player who the fans were like, and if he gets rid of that player, the fans are like, whoa. At the end of the day, we don't know. That's why I think when Virgil, after Klopp announced it, when Virgil said those comments, I think he was more pointing at the fact that what if, I'm not in the new manager's plans for some reason. He, he can't be that arrogant and say like, "Oh, I'm definitely I'm definitely going to be." That's true. The new so, manager, you know, might, the new manager yeah. might say, "Oh, I want a younger centre back." Do you get what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It could be that. Like, I'm it sure the new that. manager would want Virgil, but you know, it's not like hundred percent certain or anything. Like, Virgil can't be that arrogant and say, "Oh, I'm definitely going to be the new manager's plans." So, That's true. But and people thought Virgil would be less committed. Virgil has shown that he's still fully committed at the end of the day. He's performing that way. So, But I think, I don't think many of our players are like going to want to leave like that because Klopp's going. Do you get what I mean? Trent, at the end of the day, 
I think just Trent's Trent's gonna be the captain of Liverpool and he knows it. Like he's vice, he's gonna be the captain of Liverpool's probably. So you know yeah, I think Allison stays. I think Virgil said it stays. As long as the manager wants them, obviously, the new manager. Mm. I think they all stay. I think Salah's the only one that could genuinely go. Of the of the top players that are like I think he's the only one that could genuinely go. But I, I was I think he could have gone even if Klopp had stayed. So yeah. I think a lot of it's made too much about this whole oh, players are gonna follow Klopp out the door and all that. I think people are making too much of that, to be honest. That's fair. That's fair. Hey, big up to Michael as well. So it's large up the man name every damn time. Big up to Michael because he's the most recent member. Link for the membership is in the pinned comment, people. Many great perks, including how to get on the channel. Because people are always asking me, and I will be reaching out to members who are Sarcasm City Hot Soldiers and higher for members Q&A on Twitch. And I know I didn't do one in the month of February, so I'm going to do two in this, the two in the month of March. So I'll probably do one next week, and then maybe one. Yeah, I'll do one next week and then do one international break as well. That's what I do. That's exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I'm gonna do. So I run those two, without doubt. Let's see. Vea says, "Do you think if Liverpool win the trophies you want this year, the players, the players stay the next season or leave on a high?" That's a good question. No, I think the players stay the next season. I think you could say maybe some of them would want another shot at the Champions League at the end mm. of the day, because obviously we can't win it this season. We're not in it. So, you know, if we win the league and stuff, obviously we're going to be in Champions League regardless next season. But, like, a lot of them would want maybe want that final shot of winning another Champions League at the end of the day because, you know, after losing the last one against Madrid, maybe, you know, obviously a lot of our players actually haven't won it, but there are some players that have won it and maybe want to go for the second one, especially after losing the last final. So, so yeah, I think I, I, I think a lot of players would stay, I'll be honest. I don't think they'd want to hire anything. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> and yeah, Eli, no stress. I was just setting up as we speak for the gaming channel because the pro clubs, there's been a problem. And I think one of our teams has been pushed down because of the glitch, has been pushed down to um, Division 5. I don't know why, when we was in Elite Division, but we moved. I don't know what's going on. Flawless, what do you see happening in the next two Liverpool United fixtures? We definitely don't lose them both. I think we draw one of them. And I'm. I'm but then the FA Cup. If that's a draw, it will someone will go through. Obviously, that's why I'm thinking more so. More so, the Premier League. Fair. I could no, see I us. That. I could see us. Yeah, the Premier League for I, some I reason. I could see us winning the FA Cup, but then drawing in the league or something. I could see yeah. that, or vice versa. But the, the first one you said, that's what I'm thinking more likely. Of course, things can change up until that point, like the week of it, injuries on either side, form going into that game, etc., etc. Well, obviously, the first games games in a. Isn't a couple of weeks the FA Cup game, isn't it? I think it's yes. a couple two weeks, so it's not exactly far away. Um, we're forced to go through with our strong team in that game. Obviously, a weekend game, so we're going to go with our strong team anyway. But he's, you know, he's not going to put the kids out away to Manchester United unless he absolutely has to. Like, come on, bro, that's a different level, man. Like, you need your. As much as I really like these these young players. United away is a different kind of kettle of fish as a Liverpool player at the end of the day. Yeah, because we play you 17th of March and then the 7th of April. Yeah, yeah. 7th of April, that early? Mm-hmm. Shit, I thought that was a bit later. March and then the 7th of April, we play you. Wow. Like, I'm looking wow. here, then we uh, play Arsenal's our last home game. That's crazy. I yeah, I mean, I mean, look, um, you know what it is with us at United as well? I was thinking this earlier on. I've seen us win at Old Trafford a few times in my life, but whenever mm. we win at Old Trafford, they tend to be kind of we 
batter you in a way. Do we win comfortably enough there? Do you get what? It's not mm-hmm. as if we ever win there ugly. Do you get what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I've seen us win there four one, five nil, three nil, four two. Like I've seen us with some kind of big wins there. Whereas I haven't really seen many like one nils there or you know stuff like that. You, you know. So I think we win at least one of the games. I really do think we win at least one. I could see that happening. I think we'll, I think it was split. a better team. Yeah, I could see um, that. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, we win both. Of course, I think we're capable of winning both. But it's easy, mm-hmm. a lot easier said than done. Um. Let's see, man. I think we definitely win one hundred percent. Yeah, I think that's fair. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Here's a big up to Andrew as well. How do feel if we lose to Liverpool kids? I'd feel like disgusted. Same way, just losing to Liverpool. Period. I don't, look I don't at think. That, I like, really don't team. think he puts the kids out in that game. Unless yeah, we're we going to see that. Unless we get more injuries than he's forced to, I, I don't think we put the kids out in that game, I'll be honest. Yeah, and it's a weekend game anyway. It's not even a midweek game where you'd be resting players for a league game on the weekend. It's a weekend game, so mm-hmm. kind of got no choice but to put your strong team out. Right? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a bit crazy. But before we go up, before we go, sorry, prediction, Ryan. Newcastle game. Newcastle? Newcastle, sorry. No, Newcastle game. Forest, Forest, Forest. Uh... I'll go 3-1. 3-1 Liverpool. 2-1 Liverpool first. That was was me as well. Is Alisson going to be back for the City game? It's looking unlikely by what Klopp's saying. No chance. He's not back until until after international break. And like I said, I personally don't think he plays again this season. I hope I'm wrong. I personally don't think he plays again. But he's nowhere near back for City. Like, nah. Klopp's already said he's going to miss a lot of the season, rest of the season. And he's not back until after international break at the absolute earliest. So, yeah, he's definitely missing City game, 100%. But I have confidence in Kelleher, man. Like I said, I've been defending Kelleher all season. He's been excellent recently. Because Kelleher's, I think, played... Allison's been out since the Arsenal game. Because he missed the first... He missed the Burnley game after the Arsenal game because he had flu. And then he's been injured ever since then because he got the hamstring injury just before the Brentford game. So he's, And since then, Kelleher's been fantastic, bro. Sometimes... All you need is a consistent run of games at the end of it. It was a, kind of the same thing with Simicast. Simicast, I thought, was a bum for time. But actually, when Robertson got injured and he got a consistent run of stars, Simicast balled out. Sometimes that's all a player needs. Sometimes you need that run of stars because it gets some rhythm. And you start balling out, and Keller has done that. Simicast has done that. So, fair, so, yeah, that's all you need sometimes, I think. Keller has been he was fantastic against Burnley. He's fantastic against Brentford. Um, he was good against Luton. He was amazing in the final. He was great the other day. He's, he's been excellent, bro. Right, yeah. Mm. Well, that's fair. And Europa League prediction that <laughs> slipped under the radar. I keep you playing. You've got Europa League coming, you know. Yeah. I really is that Sparta Prague? Which part yeah, is that? Was that different? Prague. How come so, it's yeah. spelled differently? But, all right, Sparta Prague anyway. I don't know why it's spelled differently. On, on I don't know what kind of team we're going to send out there, to be yeah. honest with you. Um, I really. Uh, I don't know what it's hard to say because I don't know what team we're gonna send out there. So I can't really give you a prediction to be honest with you. Like you should win Klopp though. Surely it, you're confident. Yeah, I think Klopp takes it seriously enough. Like let me ask you I, though, how serious do you want him to take it? I, I want him to prioritize the league, but at the same time, I don't want him to like completely write off the Europa League at the end of the day. I don't want to do this bigger yeah. fish to fry nonsense that Arsenal do, in it like. At the end of the day, I think it's gonna be Arsenal shot there. Love it, bro. <laughs> bigger fish to fry comes from them. Let's be honest. Bigger like, fish to fry. Yeah, like it's it's 
I don't rate it because it doesn't set a good mentality. Do you get what I mean? When you're disregarding other competitions, you should. When you got silverware there, you should be aiming to win that silverware. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, of course, prioritize competitions over the others. Like obviously, you're gonna prioritize the league over the Europa League. Do you get what I mean? It's natural because the league's the bigger one, isn't it? But like, I'm saying, don't write off the Europa League. Still take it seriously enough at the end of the day. Because like, and this is one thing where I'll, I'll always agree with Tom Little over this. Cool. We are a momentum team. The reason why we almost won that quadruple a couple of years ago where we almost won the quadruple was because we were winning every game, every game, playing every three days, whatever it was, winning every game. Winning breeds confidence. It gives you momentum, right? It gives you momentum, bro. Um, so, yeah, and it's a trophy at the end of the day. You, you know, it's a European trophy. You take it seriously, man. Don't write it off or anything. Like, obviously, like I said, if you've got a league important league game on the weekend, every league game's important now, but if you've got a league game on the weekend, and, you know, obviously you have to prioritise the league game, but that doesn't mean you write off the Europa League game and you go and play the whole academy team in it. Like, you've got to take take it seriously at the end of the day, seriously enough at the end of the day and try and win, so, yeah. That's, that's fair enough. And scoreline prediction for that game as well? Don't know what the team's going to be. I'll say 1-0, one 1-0. Nil, one nil. You reckon only one nil? You don't think you go there? I don't you think he plays a, a strongish team? Is City on the weekend? Jeez. Yeah, you City the week after. Yeah, you right. On the yeah, three yeah, days yeah. after? Yeah, 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 yeah. You right. Ooh, you might like you lot might lose then. All right, let's go, man. You know what I'm saying? I need you to hold that. Back, as long as we're not like two or three down. I was I'll back us in the leg at Anfield, obviously. Yeah, of course. Them, yeah, so. of course you will. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course. Anyways, people, we are going to close out. You get this show every Friday, 10.30pm. Apologies on the lateness tonight, but we are going to be redirected straight over to the Sarcasm City TV gaming YouTube channel. But again, big up to everyone who's locked in, whether you've been in the comments, whether you've been watching and you've just not been in the comments, whether you're watching this back after the live, whether it's the audio platform, in whatever capacity you are supporting Sarcasm City TV, it is much, much, much appreciated. And I need everyone to support Sarcasm City TV gaming YouTube, Sarcasm City TV playback, where all the NBA watch-alongs are, playback.tv slash Sarcasm City TV. Same with the Twitch. I need you to support Sarcasm City TV everywhere, the same way you do on the main channel right here. And also follow at That's Me Flawless, at That Sarcasm City TV across all socials as well, people. Uh, big up to Freedom Journey, says bless up. Come on, United, this weekend. Oh, yeah, scoreline prediction for the Derby as well. Ryan, we'll get your scoreline prediction. 4-0 City. Okay, and obviously because you're in a title race with them, Arsenal. Scoreline prediction for them against Sheffield United. 6-0 Arsenal. You're saying so, yeah. Fair, Bro, like Sheffield United have been battered like 8-0 at home to Newcastle. 5-0 at home to Villa, didn't they? Wasn't it like 4-0 okay. at home to Brighton? Okay, they had 10 men in that game. And Arsenal like can hate on Arsenal as much as we want. They're probably the most informed team in the league at the moment. Been battering teams recently, yeah. even away from home. Yeah, that, that game's going to be nasty for Sheffield United. 100%. First, first. And don't forget, people, don't forget, we are available on all audio platforms as well. Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen wherever you listen to podcasts, wherever you stream music, if there's a podcast section, type in Sarcasm City TV. Can I ask you a question, because, by the way? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, go on, shoot. Sorry. shoot. If yeah. Liverpool win our next two league games, would you expect us to win the league then? Who is it? Boris and City. 
But I expect you to. Yeah, because you be in a... I don't know about that. Because you play... Obviously, you mentioned a trip to Everton. You, you got... And United. Yeah, actually, yeah. Because that's six points, I do yeah. Think we have, on paper, I do think we actually do have the most favourable run of all three yeah. teams. I would say so, yeah. If you manage to do that. But I think that game will be a draw. Anyway, the one at Anfield. I see that as a draw. I see that as a draw. Yeah, but yeah, love to everyone. Has locked in big up, big up people. And this is but actually before I go again, audio platform, Spotify, follow us on five stars. Big up to all the Spotify listeners as well. Audio listeners, I fucks with you lot the same way I fucks with the YouTube community as well. So make sure you hit the follow button if you haven't. If you have Spotify, type in Sarcasm City TV and five stars, iTunes, Apple Podcast, all you iPhone users. Make sure you five stars, leave us a review. Same with SoundCloud as well. Because you might want to listen while you're at work. Maybe you, you don't want YouTube using up all your data, people. Maybe you just want to listen while you're cooking, while you're cleaning, while you're driving. Maybe you're at work. Maybe you're traveling. Maybe you're traveling to go see your babes. Maybe you're on your phone and you the YouTube app is blocking you from doing your browsing, you're doing your scrolling. Big up, bro. Hey, that's all right, every single up. time. Oh yeah, love to everyone that has locked in. This has been the Manchester United Liverpool show. Manchester United podcast meets the analysis at Anfield podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in. And we're going to head right over to the gaming channel. So hit the like button and subscribe over there. Salute.